Welcome to the MA Road Show, episode number 206 and a half. My name is John Morgan. Cole Coffee is not with me up here in Wichita, Kansas, but he is on that grind back home in Las Vegas, and he will be editing all this wonderful stuff together once we get done sitting down and talking about UFC on ESPN Plus 4, Lewis versus Dos Santos. It was a, uh, a fun night of fights at Intrust Bank Arena here in Wichita. Uh, you know, maybe some... Some some slow moments, I guess. You know, you had a, a big run of decisions. I thought the fights were still overall pretty entertaining, but you did have a big run of decisions for quite a while that may have kind of stagnated the pace a little bit. But anytime you finish on uh, on three stoppages like we got uh, in, the, in the final three fights, uh, you, you kind of go out, I think, on a high note, man. It did feel like the crowd uh, was, was uh, you know, happy as they walked out the door, you know, and I think that's what it's always about. So, uh, not a massive crowd. Seven thousand two hundred sixty-five was the announced attendance for a six hundred and thirty-six thousand dollar gate. Uh, it was just the lower bowl only uh, in in the in the building. But by the main event, it was full, and there was a, a very nice uh, feeling to it. Man, I I was working in the back most of the night, but I did make it out for the main event. And uh, man, the tension was there. You could feel the tension in the air for Junior Dos Santos versus Derek Lewis. Um, you know, I thought a very pro Derek Lewis crowd. And you know, obviously, people love and respect Junior Dos Santos for what he's accomplished and 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 what he's done in the sport. And he's just such a a nice dude, man. He is among the nicest human beings uh, in the sport of mixed martial arts, no question. But, you know, Derek's got that attitude. He's got that uh, edge to him with the way he fights. And, of course, he's got the sense of humor as well. So it did feel like a, a pretty pro Derek Lewis crowd. But more than anything, man, it was just a, a feel of the tension between these two, man, two heavyweight knockout artists. And, um, you know, kind of like we said going in, right, it, it was – Derek Lewis's power versus Junior Santos' speed, uh, his technical striking, his his uh, more more well-roundedness, and it ended up being fun, man. I I liked it, you know. The ending, I don't want to say anticlimactic, but I you know I I think we were all hoping for something a little bit more decisive, perhaps, than what we got. Um, but it was uh, it, it was definitely tense for everything that happened, and uh, you know the big body shot, the kick to the to the ribs. Had had Derek Lewis doubled over in pain, but then, you know, then it kind of looked like he was, you know, baiting Junior Dos Santos in a little bit and and uh, playing possum, and and I thought maybe he was just kind of trying to draw Junior in so he could catch him with one of those big shots, and he did he did nearly do that, um, but then it did look over time as if no, he he really was in some serious pain, uh, and of course the fight ended in the second round via TKO, one minute and fifty eight seconds. Uh, Originally, I thought maybe there was a broken rib, and I think uh, I heard a, another journalist say that the, the broadcast, of course, I wasn't watching the broadcast, that maybe uh, there was some mention of, of broken ribs. Um, I, you know, I can I can say that Derek Lewis wasn't transported to the hospital afterwards, so I, I'm thinking maybe it was just more of, you know, the the, the, the liver shot, the, the body shot that shut you down uh, than it was a broken rib. I, I thought he broke a rib, too. The way he was holding it and the way he was moving, I thought it was more than just a liver shot, but... Um, maybe maybe that was the case. So I, I don't believe he went to the hospital, at least not immediately. Perhaps uh, he, he did uh, go later. But uh, I will say Derek did not uh, did not talk to the media afterwards, so we did not get a chance to speak with him. Um, you know, I, I know he was bummed. You know, seeing him walk by press row, 
uh, he was definitely upset and, and frustrated at the result. So uh, I, I thought Derek fought well, man. I, I really did. I, you know, the kicks, he was doing some different things. He, he tried a takedown. I didn't necessarily love the takedown attempt, but he did give it a shot. Um, but it, it, you know, wasn't effective, of course. And instead, Junior Dos Santos weathered the storm. He he got clipped once, but he was able to to survive it. And uh, you know, a, a big win for Junior Dos Santos. And and you know, I I, I thought it was a, a fairly impressive performance. This is back to back victories. Uh, excuse me, three in a row victories now since since the comeback. Uh, Derek Lewis tied to Vasablogoy even off the three wins uh, since since he's been back in action. And Junior's saying he wants to stay busy. He's saying, "Keep me going. You know, I, I I want to I want to get my belt back. I am focused on getting back to the heavyweight title, and I'll fight whoever it takes to get there. And I think there's some options. You know, we we still kind of don't know what's going on with Daniel Cormier. Uh, you know, I don't think Junior Santos is next for a, a, a championship shot just yet. But you know, he's putting together this increasingly nice body of work. But this this was a big win." Uh, there just are a couple bodies in front of him. Junior's not happy with where he stands in the rankings, but he said, listen, I do want to stay active. I, I, I do want to keep fighting. Uh, I just want to keep fighting people that are going to move me closer to a title shot. And, um, I, you know, I think he deserves it. I, th- I think he deserves some shots. I think there's some interesting matchups out there. You know, Nagano had a little tweet. Uh, Francis Nagano, I, 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 who wouldn't want to see that fight? Uh, but between Nagano and JDS, I would love to see that. Um, you know, I, I heard some people uh, on Twitter reaching out saying, "Hey, what about uh, what about a Stipe matchup as well? You know, could we could we run that one back? Uh, you know, that's always on the table as well. Stipe wants, um, you know, a, a big fight as well because he wants to get back to Tyler. I don't think he's, you know, it still looks like it's it's DC and I, you know, I don't know if this DC and Brock fight's going to happen, but um, it, you know, it doesn't seem like anybody's in a rush to make it right now, but." Uh, that's certainly the, the opportunity that DC wants, and I think you know Dana has said multiple times he wants to give it to him because uh, he's a big fan of DC and, and, and he wants to uh, to put this big money fight together as a thank you to DC as well. Not to mention the fact that it would generate a lot of revenue; it'd be good for the UFC. But uh, you know, I gotta think that, that Junior could be maybe one fight out, and uh, so you get the right right opponent. Uh, and uh, and you could get yourself in a good one. So this was a fun fight, man. The tension, like I said, you know, look, Derek Lewis fights are not going to be uh, fast-paced, uh, flyweight action going back and forth, man. He's loading up for the one shots, but I thought he was moving okay. Um, you know, if his back was bothering him, it sure didn't seem to be. I thought he was, he was moving okay, you know, pacing himself the way he does. He knows he can't go 25 minutes all out, so he, he tries to pick his spots, and again, just missed on a couple shots. The... The kicks did land heavy, and I, I I was impressed by both guys, man. I it, it wasn't you know an all time classic by any stretch of the imagination, but the tension was in the air, um, and I thought it was a big big win for Junior Santos. So, uh, listen, uh, he uh, he came back and spoke to us afterwards. It was very very small media contingent. You won't hear a lot of voices in here. This is uh, a lot of <laughs> a lot of me. There was not a massive turnout here in Wichita. Apparently, there were a lot of uh, local sports going on, we were told, that were taking some of the local coverage. and uh, So so not a ton of media there, uh, but this is what uh, Junior Dos Santos had to say when he came back to the back. It's been tough, but <laughs> <laughs> I did it, Adrian. <laughs> well, Junior, talk about that fight. I mean, it was uh, it was tense. It seemed like every moment in there was was uh, was scary for both of you guys, as hard as you were throwing. So what was, what was the feeling of that fight like? Yeah, it was a. It was actually it was a good challenge, you know. I know how danger dangerous he is, you know, and so I was trying to avoid those punches. And 
one of them connected, <laughs> but I didn't feel too much, you know. Uh, I saw, I, I could feel that he has a lot of power, but uh, man, I, you know, my angles, my, you know, I, I, I like to position myself in a, in a better way to connect better punches. Yeah, he threw a lot of kicks as well. Did that surprise you? Not really. I was expecting those kicks because he does a lot that those type of kicks, you know. But it was harder than I thought, you know. He kicks. He kicks pretty hard. Yeah, you, when you hit him with that kick to the body, uh, what did you think? Because at first it looked like he was really hurt, and then it looked like maybe he was playing possum a little bit to bait you in. What, no, yeah. what did you think? He was hurt. He was hurt, but that's the thing, you know. Uh, we were studying him before, and my coach Dora told me, you know, as soon as he feels any punch or kick or anything, you know, don't go too crazy because he can be pretending or trying, you know, even if he's feeling he can try something else like like he did, you know. Uh, but luckily we that didn't connect and I was able to reestablish myself and wait. I told myself we have five rounds to do this. Don't don't be crazy, you know. You don't need to, because he was expecting that, you know, for me to collide against him because. That that was the big the biggest chances for him, you know. So I didn't do that, and I think you know it was good. Yeah, no, definitely good. Early on, there was some concern of like an eye poke, but I think you pointed that it was it was the glove. That it yeah. was not. Yeah, I was telling in the Herb Dean, you know, he said no. I, he said that he saw I was with uh, open hands. I wasn't. I told better you see again because I wasn't. You know, I was with my hand closed. It, it, this finger was kind of uh, on his eye. Right. Not not like this, like this, you know, like a punch, you know. So I told him, you know, it wasn't open hand. It was a, a closed hand, you know. So, but. Yeah, everything was fine. Actually, you know, Derek Lewis, uh, I could see that on his fights too. You know, he complains a lot. Every time he got hit or something, you know, he complains a lot. He tried to, I don't know if he's trying to take advantage of the moment or something, but he complains a lot. As soon as I, you know, he, he was telling the, the referee, I have held my eye or something, I said, you know, it doesn't make sense, but that's fine. He was fine. He was fine. You know, right. you, every, you can see on the camera, you know, he was fine. Yeah, uh, yeah that, it doesn't make any sense, but that's fine. You know, the, the referee, Herb Dean, man, for, he's the... He's the greatest on, on, on this business, and I, I trust him, you know. And that's why I told him, you know, my, my hands weren't open. Yeah. And talking about the finish, I mean, did you You said you had five rounds, but did you have an idea that, hey, now's the time, he's, he's, he's going to be out of here? Yeah, I was, you know, I work a lot of combinations with my coach. I really believe in my hands, on my boxing skills. I really believe I can knock anyone out. You know, this guy, you know, nobody, uh, I think, finished him bef like this before, you know. But I knew I could, you know, because I have the power to that. And uh, <clears throat> uh, everything what I what it took, you know, was uh, patient and uh, uh, be be wise in, during the fight, you know. Position, position yourself in a, good, uh, in a good way and try to hit him the hardest you can. I, I, I was calling this fight in the second round because I knew I could study, study a little bit of him on the first and go a little harder on the second, you know. Uh, but of course, always with caution. And, uh, but I think I did great, but I, I was able to fight five rounds, you know, and maybe win by points like uh, uh, we have you know, we always say you have to be smart, you know, fight smart. Yeah. Lastly, for me, I mean, I know you said you want to stay busy and you want to work towards the belt. 
we don't really know what DC's doing right now. So, I mean, give me an idea. Is, is there, a, like, a month or a, or a date that you feel like you need to fight? And is there a name if it's not a title fight? I mean, how do you see the, this this year going for you? Uh, yeah, I want to, yeah. The, the main goal is to uh, keep active, you know, and... Uh, Let's see what's gonna happen now. But uh, now, actually, I need a little, a little break. You know, my 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 daughter is due on May. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I need to set everything up to, to receive her and make sure that everything's fine. Then I'll, I'll fight again. Maybe at the end of, at the end of August. And about opponents, I don't really care. You know, about who I'm gonna be fighting again. I hope. Of course, what I want is to add something you know, on my career because you can see this ranking thing, you know. They, they, ah, that's crazy, man. But uh, yeah, let's uh, let's let's see what's gonna happen. But there's many many options for sure. In uh, in Lewis's corner, in between, uh, you know, round one and two, they uh, he was told to hurry up and try to knock you out. Did you notice an uptick in in round two? Did you did he come out with the sense of urgency in the second round? Yeah, he, he, at the beginning I could see he was kind of uh, work, working forward and um, preparing like the right hand, like, you know, trying to, uh, to position himself to throw harder punches, you know. So I, I saw that and I was moving a little bit more, you know, I had to avoid that. But, uh, but yeah, I knew at some point they would try to do that, you know. I was expecting, he tried to take me down once, you know, and I was expecting that because at some point uh, he would try, you know, when you start to, your, your first strategy is not working, you, you have to try another things, you know, and that's what he did, and it didn't work, luckily. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at heavyweight, anybody can knock anybody out, right? I mean, that's, that's the reality true. of the division. But is being in there with him more tense than other fights that you've had in the past? Uh, not really. You know, fights, fights fight, you know, you never know what's going to happen. Of course, you know, the main goal is to, to win, you know. Uh, the, the, the hardest part is the training, man. To, to get here and fight and be 100% to fight is already a big victory. So I'm 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 very happy that I was able to win tonight the, the way I won, and uh, move forward now. Let's see what's gonna happen. You got a bonus as well for Friday night. Do you get to keep any Woo! of that, or does does the wife take that off for the baby? <laughs> How does that Even go? Even better. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's see. I have a, I have a, to 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 see what's gonna what's gonna happen now, but that helps a lot. You know, we have to. To share that with the team too, you know they are bigger part, biggest part of it. Just real quick, how hard does Lewis hit? How would you compare it on everybody who's hit you? Where, where do you fit him in there? Man, uh, he didn't hit me very hard any time, you know. He connect this one, but he wasn't that hard, you know. It, it was a good punch, but not that hard. I could I could see that he has a lot of power because of the noise of the punches, you know, crossing <laughs> like <"Voo." laughs> it was like Mike Hunt back in the day when I fought him, Voo, Voo, you know. I said, oh, that I avoid that those things, you know. But, um, but yeah, I, I can see that he has a lot of power. All right, so Junior Santos, the former champ, wants to stay busy but does want to take a little bit of time off. Uh, as he said there, the, the, the birth of his baby coming, so wants to take a little bit of time and uh, you know, enjoy, welcome the new child to the world and then fight uh, you know, late summer. So 
uh, sign me up. I think there's some 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 opportunities. I think things will shake out between now and then, and, and we'll have a big matchup for him. So big win for Junior Santos. And, uh, you know, listen, Derek Lewis will be back. A disappointing result for him, but as he said beforehand, he loves his contract. He's happy with the money he's making now, and he'll definitely be back. The co-main event, Elizu Zaleski Dos Santos made quick work of Curtis Millinder. Man, uh, just made it look easy. Two minutes, 35 seconds, the submission via rear naked choke. Uh, Zaleski Dos Santos has said uh, all the way leading into this, listen, you know, Millinder has not faced anybody like me. He hasn't faced anybody as well-rounded as me. And uh, I think he proved right. You know, he put a stop to the hype train uh, and proved that he is, is a legitimate name that needs to be, needs to be uh, noticed and respected and, and needs to get some attention. I mean, he really has flown under the radar putting together this seven-fight winning streak in the UFC's welterweight division. And sure, he doesn't have the big, massive signature names on there, but... Man, seven wins in a row in any division in the UFC against any stretch of opponents, any combination, has to be respected. Seven wins in a row and, and just, again, making quick work of Curtis Millinder, man. Uh, Curtis was brimming with confidence all week long, man. Um, you know, I, I think I heard John Anik say it. I, I was listening to the broadcast at that point that Curtis carries himself like he like he knows something that you don't. And he absolutely did. He had that kind of confidence and uh, just ran into a, a wrecking ball in uh, Zaleski Dos Santos. So uh, a big win there for him. I, again, I, I, you know, I don't know that there's much to say. It was a dominant performance, pretty easy to see what was here. Um, I, I did speak with uh, LSU afterwards and asked him, you know, hey, did you know? Because I think a lot of us, I mean, it makes sense, right? If you know that your opponent has a, a particular area of weakness, why wouldn't you go to that area, right? But I think a lot of us were hoping for, a bit of some striking exchanges. You know, the Capoeira stylist, um, the long, lanky kickboxer. I was anxious to see how it would all play out, to be honest with you, and, and anxious to see some exchanges. Um, and, and Elizu said, no, listen, I'm, I'm not saying that, uh, you know, he, he said, and of course this was through a translator, um, but he, he said that, uh, you know, the, he was ready for a fight of the night. He was ready for a war. He was ready to stand up and battle. But when opportunities present themselves, you have to take them. And Curtis Millinder got a little bit too close, and I was able to drive through and take advantage of the takedown. And once there, on the back, get the choke. And yeah, man, <laughs> you can't fault him for that. You can't fault him for that at all. If if you see an opportunity, take it and uh, and get the win. And again, that's now seven in a row. Again, not the not the huge names on there, but some some respectful ones. Amari Akhmadov, Keita Nakamura, Lyman Good, Max Griffin, Sean Strickland. I mean, those are good names. Not great, not the not the top tier of the division, um, but I think Dos Santos has proven he deserves a shot at the top of the division. And he even smiled a little bit in the post-fight press conference or in the, in, the, in the scrum back there. So not something he does a lot of. Uh, so a big win for there. You, you got to put him in, a, in another fight. And he said, look, he said, I am ready uh, for, for May in Brazil. Look, I, I didn't get hurt. Um, give me the quick turnaround. Let me fight in Rio. Give me a ranked opponent. Um, and, I, and I'm down for that. So... I think it makes sense. I mean, there still seems to be space on that card that they're filling up. Um, and, uh, the, you know, this seems to be a, a newer star, you know, a newer contender, so to speak, that matters in the welterweight division. He doesn't uh, he doesn't speak English. Um, you know, so having him go fight in his home country uh, might be good. I, I think that would be a, a good spot for him. So hopefully he'll turn around. I, you know, it seems there's space in that card, but sometimes the matchmakers have stuff up their sleeves that's just not booked yet. But, uh, you know, I think you definitely have to give him uh, a ranked opponent next. And, of course, that trio 
of uh, incredible stoppages to end the night was uh, was launched by Nico Price beating Tim Means. My God, this was a great one, man. This is one of those phenomenal one-round fights, man. Four minutes and 50 seconds of just chaos and madness and everything that we wanted out of Nico Price versus Tim Means. I mean, when the fight was announced, we knew it was going to be all action, and it sure was. Nico Price actually ended up getting $50,000 as a uh, performance of the night. Tim Means, uh, it looks like he broke his ankle. If you watch the the fall, uh, ankle got twisted up real bad, and it looks like he broke it. He did get sent off to the uh, hospital for x-rays. <laughs> I tweeted that, and somebody on my uh, on my timeline tweeted back and just said, hey, you don't need an x-ray, that's broke. And, uh, yeah, I, th- I think that's uh, that's probably unfortunately going to be the case. We'll definitely try to follow up with Tim or the medical staff here uh, in Wichita. But uh, just a great fight, man. Nico came out on fire, as he always does, comes out looking to bang. Tim knew that was going to happen. He said, I know he's going to come at me. He's going to be aggressive. He's going to be crazy. He did. Um, and, and Nico hurt Tim, but Tim, being the, the KG veteran that he is, was able to slow things down. Then he was on the offensive, you know, uh, rocking Nico, and then the perfect right hand, bop, just, oh, devastating finish, man. It's just devastating. Crazy. Everything we would have wanted out of this fight. Nico Price, um, you know, rebounding from that difficult loss that he had, 43 seconds to Abdul Razak Hassan back in September in Dallas. He was so frustrated by that. Uh, and, and and this was somebody that was cool because, you know, he said, I'm fighting a guy that I consider a legend in 10 means, you know, and, and to go out there and put in that kind of performance, man, it was, uh, if you didn't, see, if you hadn't seen this fight, hopefully stop what you're doing now and make sure you go see this fight. That's all I could say. This was a, a definitely phenomenal fight. And, you know, it's funny. I, I ran into, uh, Nico, uh, in the, in the hotel bar, um, Last night on uh, on Friday night, he was meeting some 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 people there, and uh, you know just quick quickly said hello as he was saying hello to to, to his friends and uh, you know he's always bonus chasing so I was like man you going after that 50 G's he's like I'm going after a hundred I'm trying to get double paid and I'll be honest with you uh, the fight of the night ended up going to to Derek Lewis and Junior Dos Santos I I was a little surprised by that choice I I thought Tim Means and Nico Price was probably a more deserving fight of the night. Yes, it was one round, but, man, epic back and forth. Um, I, I don't hate the the decision of Lewis and JDS. I, I don't hate it. It was tense. They both had moments. There was some crazy stuff in there. But, you know, I thought Means and Price maybe should have gotten fight of the night. Instead, Price did get fifty grand uh, for a performance of the night, so I'm sure he'll be happy with that. But, uh, you know, he said he wanted the 100. I, I, I thought you could have given it to him without much argument. So, anyway, uh, definitely got to hear from Nico Price, man. The performance was great, and he is always great, man. Always just a, a an absolute character. Uh, as, as I referred to him in the uh, in the press room, he is batshit crazy. <laughs> but he is batshit crazy in a very, very good way, man. He's just uh, got high spirit, high energy, um, respectful uh, of Tim Means. Man, I just couldn't have asked for more, man. This was fantastic. And here's Nico Price. Well, Nico, I mean, I think uh, everybody was hoping for that type of fight, was expecting it, and, and you guys deliver. What's uh, what's your emotion like right now after a war like that? Dude, I'm just praising God. I'm so excited right now. Happy that I can provide my family for another couple of years and keep going. So that's all I can say. What was it, you know, at the at the face-off yesterday? I mean, it was the, it was the most memorable face-off, of course. What what was the exchange between you guys? 
He, uh, can I cuss? Absolutely. All right, he said, all right, let's go fuck each other up. And I was like, all right. I said, yeah, I know it's coming. And then we almost fell off stage. <laughs> so <laughs> that close, yeah. that's why I was like, that's why we stopped and we we're like, oh, sh and he grabbed my arm because I literally almost stepped off the stage. That'd be great. Because Mick wasn't ready for us to come at each other and start rubbing foreheads. <laughs> <laughs> so as you say, everybody's expecting that type of fight. Give me an idea what the emotions like right before the fight started. I mean, what's going through your head knowing I'm, I'm probably about to get punched a little bit. This is this is gonna be tough. Well, I was just I accepted it. You know, I was like, I'm about to fight a guy with 40 fights. You know, like how long, I don't know how long, 15 years? Yeah. Oh my God, dude. I told him after in the the medic room. I was like, I, I snuck in there and I was like, Yo, you're the reason I am the way I am because I've been watching you from the beginning. You know, like. I wanted to be savage like you, but now I got to be more savage than him. So, because I pretty much took his title, you know. I really, I really want to. I want to pray for him. I want to pray for his leg to heal strong and stuff. Because I never want to do that to someone. But you know, in this sport, we got to take what we can do. You know, do what we can do. Did he? What, what kind of response did he have? To you? I mean, I'm sure he's bummed out to lose. What kind of response did he have to you? No, he he respected me. You know, he he. We shook hands. We hugged. And we shedded a tear, you know, it was a great fight. We went in there, we both put our hearts on the line. He dropped me a little bit, I dropped him a little bit. He dropped me again, and I finished him. So, it was fun, man. It was great. It was, oh, it was an awesome war, and I just can't be happy enough. What Thank was, God. What was going through your head as a fight? As you said, you know, like you come out rushing out strong, and then he has a little comeback and wobbles you a little bit. I mean, what's going through your head that whole time? Uh, step back, circle, regain, circle left. Get out of the way of those hands, you know. He kept hitting me with them, and I was like, ah, ah, ah. And then I just, once I caught composure, and as soon as my foot hit the cage, I won one just to get his hands up. And then right after the second one, I threw the six, and it hit him right on the button. And then from there, that's when his leg, like, got planted and, and yeah, nasty. You did get the 50 Gs on, on the yes, side. So yes, yes. Uh, I mean, I know you got a big family to take care of and a bunch of kids, but do you, do you treat yourself at all, or what, how do you spend that money? I'm going to go like, have fun and just take my kids out. I'm going to rest, hang out around the house for a little bit, let my body heal for once. I'm trying to take, I'm trying to start taking care of myself more. You know, I'm not jumping in nine-day notices. I'm not doing that unless it's worth it. Bring me something that's worth it, and I'll jump in. But if it's not worth it and I, I need to recover, I got to watch my health, man. Yeah. I'm 29. I turned 30 this year. I got to start watching that. Yeah. So and then I got four kids and a beautiful wife and I just can't be grateful enough for Jesus. The last thing for me, I mean, uh, you said you know your, your team said Price is going to be on that banner back there. You know, you're going to have that. What's what's the next move? What's the plan? You say you don't want to rush back, but I mean, are there dates, locations, opponents? I mean, is there anything that makes sense for you right now? Everything makes sense. You know, any opponent on my list is. If I accept it, it's going to make sense. You know, I'm not going to try to go backwards no more. I'm I'm looking to the top. I want that belt. <laughs> I want Usman. <laughs> He's really cool, you know, but I got to work my way to him, and I know that. I'm not trying to say put me in there now. I still got to get better, you know, and he's a great fighter, and I'm, one day I would love to stand across the cage from him, whether he has the belt or not. You so. mentioned you came in a little bit lighter for this camp. Yeah. <clears throat> I, it looked like it played a tremendous impact on your performance tonight, but yes. is that something that you're going to keep with you from now on? Yes. I'm going to start coming in. I'm going to stay around 185, and I'm not going to get in the 90s, 95s, nowhere near the twos anymore. You know, I don't need to be that big. I'm going to stay just healthy, efficient, and just get in there and do my job. So. Cool. Thug life, LOL, JK, hashtag that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right, so Nico Price, always infectious with his energy, man. 
and uh, just a, a phenomenal performance, man. It really was. Uh, I, I like what he's saying, though. You know, I, I want to get back. I want to stay busy, um, but I'm not rushing in. I got to take care of my body. Um, you know, he had mentioned it in the pre-fight leading in about, you know, keep, keeping himself closer to weight so he didn't have massive weight cuts. Um, I, I like everything he's saying because his fighting style, you know, it's, it's um, I don't know, in a lot of ways it's, it's maybe Justin Gaethje-esque in his willingness to, to go out and bang, you know, and to really put on a show. Um, but he's also saying, listen, I got to take care of myself and, and, and watch out for those things as well. So um, just been a fan of that guy. If you're a long-time listener to the MMA Roadshow, you know we've been a fan of that guy from, from day one. So uh, I, I love seeing him do well. And Tim Means, I mean, a, a great guy as well. And, and uh, man, hopefully he's okay. It was a big knockout, and it did look like he broke his ankle. So uh, certainly wishing speedy recovery for him. By the way, I should say uh, shout out to uh, my homie Anthony Beach, the folks at Latch Key Brewing uh, in San Diego, California. If again, if you're out there in San Diego, make sure you hit them up at 2120 West Washington Street. Uh, and if uh, if you want to talk beer or talk MMA or you want to get some insight, make sure you add my boy Anthony on Instagram, Anthony.m.beach. Uh, Latch Key Brewing, of course. Good, good friends of the MMA Road Show sent us out a nice little care package in recent weeks, and I uh, brought a little bit of that care package with me up here to Wichita, Kansas. Tonight, it's a monkey's uncle. <laughs> a Trappist-inspired Belgian triple at 9%, my friends. We're losing an hour of sleep tonight. We're losing an hour of frosty beverage time to this damn daylight savings time thing. So I figured I better step my game up, get this 9%er going. Uh, Anthony, he's got the tasting notes here. To me, it's just good. But he says it's a very dry taste. There's a little bit of a, a clove flavor to it. And it's easy drinking for such a high ABV. And uh, I'll have to say, I agree. It's a crazy. This is 9%. Sometimes they taste a little, a little strong, a little too much. This goes down easy, man. Goes down easy. Yeah, let's keep brewing. Make sure you hit them up if they're in San Diego. Uh, make sure you hit up Anthony Beach. Uh, if you just want to toss some beer, get some advice. The dude, the dude knows his beverages, man. He brews the stuff himself, makes it from scratch. Um, he can tell you about some stuff. So, all right, listen. The man of the week for me in many ways was Ben Rothwell. Coming back from this USADA suspension, uh, the very, you know, I, I don't want to say odd, but very intense demeanor that he had with us in the in the pre-fight media session when he, you know, didn't really want to talk much and, um, you know, totally understood, man. It was very apparent that he's been dealing with some depression, been dealing with some emotional issues, that sort of thing. And, uh, you know, this was his big combat, so to speak. And it didn't go well, man. The result did not go well for him. Uh, He was intense. He was moving forward. He was aggressive. He was looking to uh, strike from range. Uh, You know, and it looked like to me that he was getting points, that he was adding up. And uh, then the score comes out, and he loses. Clear 29-28s across the board. Unanimous decision. Not even split. Not one judge saw it in his favor. But here's what's interesting. Not one judge saw the fight the same way either. Even though it's three scores of 29-28 for Blagoy Ivanov, Here's how the scoring went. Kevin Champion gave Ivanov rounds two and three. Derek Cleary gave Ivanov rounds one and two. And Sal Diamato gave Ivanov rounds one and three. 
So every scorecard was a little bit different. And uh, it's crazy when you see it. I guess it just goes to show, you know, how close the fight was. Visibly, man, Ivanov was busted up. If you want to go see the video on MMA Junkie or on the YouTube page, I mean, two black eyes busted up. I mean, he was getting touched. But he did start to find a range, and I'll give him credit for that. I will definitely give him credit for starting to find his range. Uh, if you go to, uh, uh, what is it? well, now it's UFCstats.com. I didn't even realize they changed it. I thought it was fight metric. Anyway, UFCstats.com. If you go to UFCstats.com, they'll tell you right now that Blagoy Ivanov had 72 significant strikes over the course of three rounds, that Ben Rothwell had 70. Uh that's how close it was. That's how close it was. So, I, you know, Rothwell was the one moving forward. Rothwell was the one who was kind of setting the tempo, but uh, Ivanov did counter. Now, we at MMA Junkie, and it was Stephen Morocco who was doing the play-by-play tonight, uh, he had Rothwell winning 29-28. He gave Rothwell rounds one and two, and he gave Blagoy round three. So, I, close fight, man. I, I don't want to call it a robbery. You know, because I don't, I don't, I think it was too close to label it that. And I hate when that word's kind of thrown out irresponsibly. But um, I was perhaps a little bit surprised that that was the score that was given. Um, and I was bummed for Ben Rothwell, man. You could see the look on his face. And to be honest with you, I, I was selfishly, I wanted him to win just so he had to come back and talk to us again. I wanted him to do another interview and see if that would kind of open him up a little bit. You know, if he would able to. To, uh, to address some of the stuff that he didn't want to talk about ahead of time. And, and that didn't happen. So I, I was bummed. Um, I, you know, I was not scoring round by round because I was editing video in the back and, and doing that. But, you know, in, in my head, I, not, not watching as close as I would if I was doing what Stephen Morocco was doing tonight, doing the play-by-play. Um, but in my head, I, 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 in my head I, I felt like Ben had done enough to win the fight. So I was a little bit surprised. I mean, happy for Lagoy. You know, he trains out at Extreme Couture. I've seen him quite a bit. So obviously happy for him. But... Uh, man, t- tough night at the office for Ben Rothwell, and it's sad because again, I I think I think in the pre-fight you could see kind of the emotion welling up, man, and and just the way he was talking, it just didn't sound like a guy who was in a good mental state, um, and I cannot imagine this is going to help much, man, and I hate that because uh, Ben Rothwell has always been a good dude, and I think it's a it's a bummer that um, that this happened, so. Back to the drawing board, man. Hopefully he rebounds quickly. Hopefully the UFC can book him with something um, and, and he can fight again and, and try to snap out of this funk, man, because um, I, granted, I don't I don't know Ben outside of just the um, you know media sessions and things of that nature, but in the, in the, in the emotion and the, the headspace that he seemed to be ahead of the fight, um, I would think that he would not want to go back and sit around the house for a long time afterwards. Hopefully he'll, uh, he'll get something soon. But Neil Darius, talking about another great fight, but Neil Darius, who did pick up a $50,000 performance tonight bonus as well uh, for his victory over Drew Dober. A second-round submission win uh, that was fun, man. Drew Dober, um, man, he was a a guy, too, that had just a little swag about him all week, brimming with confidence, and, uh, man, came out looking good. Just the the strikes were there, and, and, he, and he rocked Benil right away. And Man, you could see Benil kind of reminded me of Cody Garbrandt the other night. You know, Benil gets tagged, 
and uh, you know, instead of trying to slow things down or whatever, it's like he just digs into the pocket and just starts banging back, and then you know, catches himself and realizes, oh my gosh, I should not be doing that. Uh, and I thought of a very, very wise decision there. So, um, but a great start from Drew Dober and, and Benil Dariush able to survive that, able to regain his wits, and then he and then he gets the fight to the floor in the second round and goes through a sequence of submissions, finally getting um, a very difficult angled armbar. Man, it it, uh, it was it was a beautiful finish, um, and uh, Benil said he actually heard Drew Dober's elbow popping a couple times before he finally tapped. Um, so he, you know, he said kudos to Drew for just being a tough guy, man. Much respect between these two guys. No trash talk. Uh, really, just a, a lot of love between the two and a lot of respect. Um, and I thought that was cool. And, uh, and Benil cashed the fifty thousand dollar bonus as well. And I think, you know, maybe showing some people he's got a little bit better chin than than. Uh, than what, what people gave him credit for, you know, they, they, they said it was gone, said he had nothing, and now he's showing, no, hey, listen, I can't take a shot and keep moving, so I uh, had a chance to talk to Benilla after the fight as well, he he explained a little bit of, he thinks, you know, why maybe the, the chin seemed like it wasn't there, it needs to be coming back, and and uh, also his, you know, his attitude about martial arts and about respect and that sort of thing. So uh, here's Benil Dariush. Big victory for you this evening, man. I mean, a uh, heck of a fight to get there, too. Give, give me an idea how you're feeling right now. Man, this guy, <laughs> this guy, Drew, he came out hard. I uh, I really felt like in the beginning I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find my distance and I'm going to start touching him up, but he came fast. And um, he, he hit me good. I don't know what else to say. He hit me good. I was I was going to try to do a little bit more jab in and out, uh, but he fainted really well, and he was able to get inside and hit me. So it, it went into the grappling. I, I felt I had a couple of good strikes standing as well, but he definitely hit me good in the first round. I did feel him kind of slow down uh, before the second round, before we went into the second round, but yeah. How, uh, how concerned were you when you did get touched up early, and I guess... Is there any, I mean, nobody wants to go out there and get punched in the face, but is it good to maybe show, hey, I got, I got a little more chin than you give me credit for? So that's what I was worried about. You know, my neck gave me a lot of problems, and it, it gave me problems with my chin. I would get hit sometimes, and my arm would go numb. I would get hit sometimes, and I couldn't move forward anymore. But that's that's gone, so I'm, I'm pretty grateful for that. And, uh, you know, when I was younger, someone would hit me. And I'd be just like, I'm going to murder you. I'm, I'm coming after you. A little bit of that tonight. When I got hit, I grabbed him for a second, but I just thought to myself, I'm going to get my turn. I'm going to get my turn, and when I get my turn, I'm going to hurt you. And uh, it didn't work so much with my hands, but it worked with the submissions. Yeah, the grappling was great. I mean, was that an adjustment, you know, going between rounds, or did you kind of know that's where you might have an advantage? How did that play out? Watching his fights, I was actually expecting him to shoot on me. I wasn't expecting to shoot on him as much. I know body locks were going to go back and forth because he likes those positions fine. But, um, yeah, when I when I went for the body lock, he defended the body lock really well. But when I switched to the legs, I think he, he, was, he was looking to finish the fight with a guillotine. And uh, it's really, man, I've had a lot of experience with guillotines. A lot of guys try that on me. And, and I was able to use that to reverse him and, and get back on top. And... I could just feel it on top. I didn't need to submit him in the beginning. I just needed to keep improving my position. And every time I improved my position, he'd work his way back, and then I would improve it again. And that was worse than me just standing up there and hitting him. He got totally drained, and that, that kind of gave me the finish. Yeah, I think you said he was tired afterwards. Talk about the submission. I mean, uh, very, very slick work there. Did you Were you afraid you were losing position, or did you feel like you had him trapped? 
I mean, someone told, uh, I heard someone say one minute, 40 seconds, and the Kamora trap is something I'm very familiar with. A teammate of mine, a f very good friend of mine, Tamim, uh, Tamim Hamoui, he always has me, uh, he's had me work that. And uh, the reverse triangle was something I recently added to it. So I hit the reverse triangle, and then I hit like a Kimura Americana. And I heard his elbow pop maybe four or five times, and he didn't tap. So I, I, I'm wondering if he actually tapped from the choke because the choke finished him, or it was the uh, it was the final tap of, of the final pop on the arm. Uh, I'm gonna have to ask him, but honestly, I don't know. Man, you guys talked afterwards, and we could hear that you know you were like, hey, it's great to have you know respectful opponents and stuff. Just wondering, I mean, is that I don't know, like you want to like draw attention to it or a cause. I mean, there's this time. It's this time in MMA, right, where it's just like entertainment trash talking era. Like, is that something you almost want to take a stand against in a way? One hundred percent. Look, when it comes to competition, when it comes to fighting, I'm as I'm as savage as you're gonna get. I'm 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 okay with hitting you. I'm okay with you getting hit. I'm okay with cuts, broken leg, broken nose, and I've broken my nose five six times. But I don't need to verbally assault somebody. I don't need to say anything bad about somebody to get inside and do that. And if you feel the necessity to do that, maybe it's for. Um, you're hoping, you know, hype up the fight. You're hoping for more money. Whatever it is, if you think it's worth selling yourself out, go for it. But I'm not selling myself out so I can make a little bit more money, but I'm not selling my character out for that. So that's just me. Yeah, you caught us for a second. You said I had a call out. I said, no, he doesn't have a call out. <laughs> yeah, man. My niece turns four tonight, and uh, they had her birthday today because it's Saturday. And uh, last time I missed the wedding. This time I, I missed my niece's birthday. But uh, go home. I'm going to give her a big hug. I'm going to hold her all day. I'm not going to let her get away from me. So technically tomorrow her, is her birthday. So I'll make sure to be there, put her to bed, and just uh, read a book to her. And it's going to be perfect. i gotta, I got to get her a gift, though. <laughs> <laughs> and, and last thing for me, I mean, obviously things are different. You're on, you're on a win streak. It's totally different than it was last year. Give me an idea where the career goes from here. I mean, what's the idea? Their locations, dates, opponents. I mean, what do you think makes sense? I, I think tossing me back in quickly makes sense, but I always think that. <laughs> that's uh, that's my preference. As far as opponents goes, doesn't matter. You can give me number 100, you can give me number one. I'm, I'm going to work my way down either way. So I'm going to get there uh, either way. So just let's keep it going. Just going back to the submission real quick, were you surprised that he did tap when he finally did? Yeah, because I mean, I popped the arm four times, maybe five times. I, don't, I, I lost count of the pops. So I was like, He's not going to tap. We're going into the next round. Cool. Whatever. I, I mean, I'm squeezing. But then all of a sudden, I see his hand tapping. And I'm not sure how much time was left. So I was squeezing really hard with my legs, but I was also really pulling hard on his elbow. I, I, I really don't know what, what caused him to tap, if it was a choke or if it was his arm. All right, so a big win there for a, a great guy, Benil Darius, man. Got to, got, got to, got to love him, man. He's, he's got a great attitude. And Drew Dober will be back, man. Drew Dober, you know, I think um, – it's, I think this is one of those performances where you don't lose a lot of stock, man. He was he was taking on a big name, and I thought he looked sharp uh, before he got finished. So I don't think Drew Dober slides down, man. If anything, I, you know, hopefully he, uh, you, you know, takes some positive out of this because I thought it was a good performance. Omari Akhmadov uh, cruised to a decision win over Tim Boach. It had been a long time since Omari Akhmadov had fought, excuse me, as well. And, uh, you know, I, I just thought he controlled here. Man, just messed up Tim Boach's nose. Uh, but Boach, of course, tough as nails, you know, would not go away. 
uh, and continued on, and, and Omari had to settle for a, a decision. Uh, Omari afterwards said, listen, I, I, am, I am healthy. Uh, look, I do have Ramadan coming up, so I, I want to take uh, Ramadan off, so I'd like to fight before May. He said, listen, if, uh, if there's room on that St. Petersburg card next month, I'll take that. He's like, if, there, if there's room on that Florida card, I'll take that. Uh, so he's hoping to get a quick turnaround, maybe get something booked before Ramadan, and then and then come back afterwards. And I, I thought he looked uh, really good in this fight. Uh, another guy, you know, I said I said Ben Rotho was kind of the man of the week, and he definitely was. But another guy that uh, was was snagging some headlines and continues to be a favorite, Anthony Rocco Martin, or as he says, just call me Rocco. Uh, so Rocco picks up the win over Sergio Moraes. Um, a good performance by uh, Rocco. You know, he, he did get down on, on the ground. Early on, which is a dangerous place to be against Sergio Marias, especially uh, when you're dry and it's early and, and, and it's uh, tougher to slip out. Uh, he, he, you know, not a place you want to play, but uh, Anthony was – Anthony Rocco. I even almost called him Tony. Was able to survive uh, and then, you know, was able to pick him apart on the feet and it just kind of cruised to a decision win, man. I thought it was a good win. Sergio Marias is a fighter I have a lot of respect for. I will say – um, you know, I thought Sergio looked a little flat, and, and and maybe that goes back to the weight cut. Sergio did not look good at weigh-ins. He, uh, you know, just incredibly relieved to make weight, and, and it, it looked like it had been a struggle. And I didn't talk to him afterwards, but just visibly, it didn't look good. And I thought he looked a little flat. And I'm not saying that to take away from, from Rocco, uh, because I think it's a, a good win either way. But just something to note, you know, when you're reviewing this fight or thinking about this fight in your memory. So either way, it's another big win for Rocco. He continues to gain steam, and get, you know, again putting together a nice little win streak. He's at welterweight. He says he feels a ton better. Um, he's got a little swag to his step, man. I like his attitude. He's, of course, he's got this name change. Uh, Kayla Harrison is helping him out. You know, I think kind of media coaching him a little bit and 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 helping him to get a little bit more vocal. So uh, it, it's been a fun it's a been a fun rise to watch. He says, uh, put me on the Minnesota card coming up. You know, that's where I started my martial arts career and. Uh, I, I want to be on that card in Minnesota. They got to put me there, and he said he'd like to be against a ranked opponent. So, uh, you know, that definitely does seem like something that can make sense. Uh, I, I will say he did probably have one failure, and that was his uh, his joke about uh, Toto were not in Brazil anymore. Um, well, it turns out that Kayla Harrison took the blame for that. She said it was her idea, and that the joke definitely fell flat. Uh, that nobody else laughed except for her. Now, some of the local media, uh, they did kind of say, "Well, guys, we've we're here in Kansas. You don't you don't think we've heard a, a Wizard of Oz joke or two along the way?" And I thought, "Yeah, it's probably not the most original thing, is it?" <laughs> so it fell flat, but it was funny. Afterwards, we did talk to Rocco about his performance, and we did ask him as well about the uh, about the joke and what happened. <laughs> he had a pretty funny story about it. Meanwhile, Kayla was in the back and. Uh, she was behind us. You couldn't hear the audio very well, but she was uh, she was apologizing. So anyway, look, uh, Rocco's quickly becoming one of my favorites. Uh, so here's what he had to say after the win. Yeah. Rocco. Another big win for you, man. Give us a, give us a feel. Give this uh, latest victory. Yeah, I mean, it feels good. You know, four and zero at uh, welterweight. Obviously, you know, I'm looking for the finish always. I think that, you know, I was just picking them apart so well where I was just like, hey. It's working. I'm just going to stick this in this. Like I said, this is how my game plan is going in every fight. I'm just going to keep it on the feet. If I feel like I'm losing on the feet, I'm going to take it to the ground. So ideally, I just stayed on the feet the whole time. You got that early cheap takedown. I wasn't very happy about that, but I came up. You know, he latched on that guillotine, and I feel like uh, I'm almost impossible to guillotine. So it was. Uh, it worked out well. 
Um, but he refused to let go of the head, so it was nice that ref finally jumped in and stood us up. I was going to say, I mean, uh, I can't imagine that. I know, I know you're confident in yourself, but staying away from that position, I would think, would be wise. I mean, when you're in the early grappling exchange, was there any concern, like, what, what am I doing here? That early in the fight, there's always a little bit of concern. You know, it's like you don't want to take any unnecessary chances, uh, especially when we're, we're very dry. Uh, and But, you know, I'm very confident in my grappling game. You know, I started with Brock Larson uh, seven, eight years ago now, so I'm very highly confident in, in that department, and I think that I can grapple anyone in the world. Yeah, leg kicks were a big part of your success as well. Did you know that was going to be the, the case? Was that the game plan, or is that something you kind of... Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that if they start compensating too much for my leg kicks, I, I, they, the right hand starts landing, and then the right hand starts landing, uh, then the low, low kicks, they start, you know, missing that right hand, then I know the low kicks are there. So it's kind of one of those things where... Uh, he was defending that right hand very well, so I just started throwing those uh, calf kicks that me and Mike Brown work every single day and Tiago Alves. It's a huge ATT thing. It's just, it's been a staple there now, and uh, eventually I imagine that everyone's going to start throwing them. Yeah, no doubt. Well, I know you didn't get the finish you wanted, but overall, I mean, grade yourself. I mean, it was a dominant win over, yeah. uh, over a, a, a talented guy. Yeah, I mean, he's very good. You know, I think, uh, you know, I, I'll give myself probably like a B plus, A minus or something just because I knew that. Uh, you know, I stuck to the game plan, and that's—I mean, I stuck to the game plan, and I and I, I fought very smart, and then you know, I was, I was beating him up, and I, I think I outclassed a very high-level fighter. Yeah, the Wizard of Oz joke fell a little flat. Correct? It did. They didn't—they didn't get it. I don't know what happened. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> this was one of those things where first I messed up Toto like 15 times when we were practicing, and I keep saying Tito. They're like, "Where's Tito? Like, who's Tito?" So I'm asking Mike about three times before I get on this mic, being like. Toto, Tito, Toto, and he's like Toto, 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 Toto. <laughs> so, but no, I don't know. I thought it'd be a, a hit here for sure, and 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 they didn't. No one got it. <laughs> that was that was the only downside of the performance. Yeah. yeah. Oh, jeez. We thought I thought I nailed I thought I nailed that one, but yeah, you know the. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it didn't it didn't work. It didn't good, work. Well, I know you, you said before the fight, and you said again after Minnesota, it's got to be Minnesota. Yep. Is there a matchup that makes sense? Any other names, ideas? Man, I think that they have to give me someone in the top 15. You know, I think that I need to be on that ESPN card to try to get as much viewership as possible. You know, I think that now is my time. I, I really need to make a push, and I just need an opportunity. And an opportunity has to be someone that's ranked and give me a high spot on the ESPN card. Yeah, and last thing for me, I mean, do you feel the support? I mean, I feel like we've... Through this win streak, the name change, the, you yeah. know, you're getting a little more vocal. It seems like man. there's like this groundswell support around here. You feel I'm it? forcing them, man. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm doing everything I can to be like, listen, I've always believed. It's just time for them to get on board and start believing in me. And uh, this is a thing that it's definitely my time and, and like you said I did I did this you know this fight card and everything I feel like you know they've given me a lot more press and uh, you know they've been sharing stuff on Instagram and they're finally gonna get me verified so it's kind of one of those things man I'm telling you it's been a struggle I've been in the deep end trying to dig out of the, the hole I dug early on in my career and I think I'm flying out and they're like who is this guy you know they, they might I think they could see that you know this might be someone special I know you want to get on the, uh, the Minneapolis card but what about the Chicago card man Man, I, I love Chicago, and I, I grew up there till eighth grade. But I started my MMA career in Minnesota, and I think that it's just it's just pure destiny for you know I have a school at Brock Larson in Minnesota together, and I think that you know it's just fully makes sense. And, and the Chicago card's a little bit too close to my girlfriend's fight card, so she's she might try to kill me if I do that. So I think that Minneapolis card is. You know, it's just destiny. I think there's not right now there's not a bigger star uh, in Minnesota, and I think that it, it's my time and it's time for me to represent.
All right, so that was one of our new favorites, Rocco. We'll call him Anthony Rocco Martin. He's just Rocco. Listen, while uh, while that was going on, in the meantime, got a got a visitor here in the uh, in the uh, MMA Roadshow Studios. Joe from H Town dropped by. He made the drive all the way up from Houston, Texas. He's got some frosty beverages in hand. That's that's how we do. So we're gonna we're gonna bust through this so myself and Joe can down through a couple of these frosty beverages. He was bummed out. He was here to support his man Derek Lewis, who of course came up short in the main event. All right, listen, carrying on with the card, Yana Kuniskaya uh, did pick up a decision win over Marion Renault. Marion Renault absolutely gutted uh, at this decision. But I gotta say, I think it all comes down to how you score the second round, and uh, it was a close, close fight, and it was a close, close round, man. Um, and, you know, I think the crowd hated the decision uh, because Yana Kuniskaya was busted up, man, just bloodied everywhere. And I think anytime you have those kind of visuals, you know, you want to lean in one direction. But I got to say, watching that second round, I thought Yana Kuniskaya did just enough to win, the, to win that round. And I think rounds one and three were pretty clear. It all comes down to how you score at rounds, uh, round two. And all three judges did give it to Yana Kuniskaya. I, I thought it was as well. I wouldn't have hated it if it went the other way. I think if Marion Renault just would have been a little bit busier with her hands there, um, she she might have gotten the nod there in the second round and she would have won the fight. So she was absolutely gutted. Uh, but I saw she had a classy message on social media afterwards said, you know, listen, we're, we're going after it. We'll be humble, victory, defeat. Um, and it was, it was happy to see for Yana Kuniskaya. Again, she, she trains at Extreme Couture now, so I see her there. Um, and I swear, man, she's there longer than any of the other pros in there, man. So she's always on the grind. So you always got to uh, respect that and, and, and happy when you see people making those sacrifices. So close fight, but I, I did not think it was a, a bad decision. Grant Dawson picked up a win over Julian Arosa as well. That was a phenomenal. I thought that was a, a early fight of the night contender, which is crazy because there was a 30-26 in there. Uh, Grant Dawson, you know, really looks the part uh, of a top prospect and uh, picked up a win here over Julian Rosa. But uh, along the way, man, Julian Rosa just, to me, showed a lot of grit, a lot of determination, man. And I thought he made it an entertaining fight. It was clear who the winner was. Grant was the one that was able to get the fight to the floor. He was able to do damage. He just wasn't able to uh, control it all the time. So, uh, you know, I thought that kind of back and forth made it uh, made it kind of fun. But Grant Dawson, the clear winner there. And uh, James Krause, by the way, his coach, came back with him as well. Um, and it was cool. Krause ended up being kind of a, a guest fighter, so to speak, as well. He had done some appearances out here. Uh, and he did a quick scrum with the media. That's up on YouTube. He did say, uh, listen, he loves coaching as much as he does fighting. Uh, these days, but he, he will fight again he, maybe this summer. He said, look, I'm not going away anytime soon. I'm not retiring, um, but, you know, I'm not in a need to fight all the time. I get just as much joy and pleasure out of um, out of coaching and watching these young guys develop as I do competing myself. So, you know, I, I'm not in any rush to fight, but, uh, but he will still be competing. Maurice Green picked up a split decision win over Jeff Hughes. A clear win here for Maurice Green, I thought. I was a little surprised with the split decision result. Uh, but I did think the right person was uh, selected as the winner. Maurice Green, an interesting character, man. If you want to check out his scrum, uh, definitely go uh, go do that. It's up on uh, MMA Junkie. It's on the YouTube as well. Uh, a funny guy, a big dude, number one. Uh, he, he was a little bit apologetic for not being in the greatest of shape for that fight, uh, but he was happy with his performance. Of course, it was a rematch of a fight he had lost on the regional stage, so he was able to get that back. Um, he did actually come in and uh, have a Derek Lewis moment back in the back. Uh, he basically took his cup off right in front of us before he did the, his scrum. I guess he, he said, I'm sorry, guys, but there's a, a strap here on my cup that is uh, kind of bothering me <laughs> in some sensitive areas. It's pressing up against some stuff. Uh, so he took off his shorts and uh, took his cup off. 
and then put his shorts back on and came and did the scrum. So, uh, Maurice Green, there you go. He's a character. He's uh, He was ready for a cold beer, I can tell you that afterwards. So, uh, kind of a kind of a funny cat. You know, he rubs some people the wrong way on the Ultimate Fighter. He's definitely got a certain personality about him. Uh, but he was having some fun in the back. He said, by the way, uh, much like Rocco, that he really uh, wants to be on that uh, that card uh, up in, in Minnesota as well. So he said, you cannot come to Minnesota and not have the crochet boss on the card, so you got to put me there. Matt Schnell picked up a submission win over Lewis Smoka. Very, very impressive performance by Matt Schnell. Uh, I was gutted for Lewis Smoka. You know, we know the story of getting back here and kind of what it meant for him to to make sacrifices, make changes to his life to end up being able to to get back to the UFC. But, um, man, Schnell was able to dominate on the ground, which I wasn't so sure that would be his best avenue. Uh, but a, a big, big win for there. And, uh, and look, Matt Schnell, a, a guy too, man, well-spoken, smart, man. I really enjoyed the two conversations I had with him this week. Um, just a good dude, incredibly well-spoken, like I said. Uh, and has his head on his shoulders says believes his career is moving in, in the right direction. Alex Morono got the verbal submission of Zach Otto, round one finish there as well. Dominant performance there as well. Uh, Alex Morono was having some success on the feet. Zach Otto shot in. Morono was able to uh, to turn the tide there and just vicious ground and pound, busted up Otto pretty quickly, man. There was a, a lot of cuts and blood done in very, very little time. Um, and Alex Morono credited a lot of uh, his success to working at Fortis MMA. So uh, another one of these Texas boys that's making his way out to Fortis MMA, man. That squad continues to get bigger and better all the time, man. They're doing big, big things there in, in my hometown of Dallas. So shout out to them. Much respect. And Alex Morono afterwards, uh, man, just a good kid. He, he called out. And I don't even want to say called out. Called out's not the right word. He, he said he wanted to fight Diego Sanchez. Diego's a, an OG, and he's got respect. You know, he said, listen, I've – I am a fan of the sport. I started doing it because I, I just love watching it. And to get in there with Diego Sanchez would be an absolute honor. Uh, so he said he, he wanted to do that. It's a fight that he's been wanting for a while. So uh, a big win for him there. This, this, it was a submission due to strikes, but basically a knockout TKO win. And he said that was, that was his dream to get that kind of a finish. Uh, so he did here in Wichita. And the night started out with Alex White and Dan Moret. Uh, hard fight battle between those guys. Dan Moret just couldn't get the takedowns that he wanted. Uh, ended up making it a real uh, grinding affair, man, just going for the takedown over and over and over, um, which led to some stalemates, led to some pause in action. Um, but Alex White was able to grind through there. And I thought, man, landed some really nice short punches on the inside uh, as he was kind of getting out of space. So uh, I, I thought it was a great performance from Alex White. That that dude is always coming to bang as well, man. You always know if he's on the card, uh, you're going to get some uh, some fun fights. So anyway, listen, overall, like I said, you know, may, may have drug here and there in parts, but I thought overall it was a fun night. And, of course, it did end in pretty spectacular fashion. So uh, not if you're cheering for the, the Houston man in Derek Lewis like Joe from H-Town was, but nevertheless, it was fun anyway. So all right, listen, uh, my man's here. We're going to go get some frosty beverages. I think there's still a few people hanging out in the hotel bar downstairs. So we might try to – See if we can get any further updates from uh, from the crew down there. See how things are doing. But uh, for everybody else, thanks for listening.